What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by Seth Ott. And Jared Buckendall. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Seth, you okay over there? Sounds like you might be on, sounds like you might be on the toilet. You got that squatty potty going? <laughs> I record every week on the toilet. Keep on brand. So you do, I don't, tell me if this is too personal to talk about on the show, Seth. You, you do have a squatty potty. You're, you are a, mm-hmm. you're a proponent of, and uh, dare I say, a spokesperson for the squatty mm-hmm. potty. It's something you recommend. Yep, I'm, I'm SQS. Squatty, no, shit, SPS. Squatty <laughs> potty set. <laughs> <laughs> Squatty potty set. Jared, you don't have one of these. You ever you ever used one of these things? Because they are pretty sweet. I've only dabbled when I've uh, you know visited you fellas or whoever has had one. Uh, it was a strange experience. I felt like I was on a rocket ship, to be honest. And your poops came out just as fast as a rocket ship. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's uh, shoot. You know that uh, scene from Chappelle show where he explodes off the toilet. That's basically how I felt. <laughs> I think the jet propulsion might have been the Taco Bell more than it was the Squatty oh, Potty. Oh, definitely. When we were in Chicago, there was like an artisan uh, uh, Squatty Potty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was locally sourced. It was very cool. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what—that's actually what triggered the thought, Jared, because the same that same bathroom also had a bidet. Mm. And I have not ever used a bidet. I don't have any mm. problem with them. It's just I've not really had a good opportunity but they've definitely made like going to the bathroom has definitely kind of become a, an industry, uh, like making it comfortable. There's like poopery is out there, which I actually I love poopery. That's that shit's great. No pun intended there. You guys, are t- I think, are pretty agreeable guys. Seth, I know you're into the squatty potty. Are you guys like really trying to like up your number two experience or is that like <laughs> I'm, it doesn't matter. I usually have pretty good twos, so I don't really think much about getting more comfortable or anything like that. If I if I were able to invent something, I want to get shoes that like have little like kind of like iron man like little nanobots that open mm-hmm. up at the bottom so when mm-hmm. i am at like a, a public restroom or something oh, i can just hit a button on the side of the shoes and boom automatic squatter potty yeah <laughs> i like it's that it's like a undercover brothers platform shoes that but the thing about it, though, is, like, it could be useful in other places, too. Like, if you uh, need to get to a hard-to-reach cabinet, boom. Yeah. Just click the side of your shoes, and then when you're done, get an item from the top of the cabinet, take a squat, and you'll get all the poo <laughs> out in one shot. You're in line for a roller coaster. You're a little too short. Just <laughs> yep. pop that thing off. Yep. Also, if they have them in basketball shoes, that would have changed my career in high school by quite yeah. a bit. So, man. What about you, Jared? Are you you got to get comfortable, set the scene before you're going to do that, or are you in and out? Uh, I'm typically in and out now. Now Seth's got me trying to like invest in this nanobot technology. Mm-hmm. Now, um, <laughs> yeah. one thing I was just thinking about though is like, okay, we are very privileged with phones, and you know maybe I'm doing a, staying in there a little bit longer because I'm on my phone. Like if I had nothing to do, I would be like boom boom. I'm I'm in yep. out unless I'm like avoiding people, avoiding life, just need a breather, um, which is opposite of what I should be doing in the bathroom if I'm getting a breather. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I'll get caught up on TikTok and like 15 minutes later, I'm like, I can't get up. My legs are asleep. Yeah. <laughs> you always feel so stupid when that happens because you're like, I could have been sitting in any of the 10 comfortable chairs I have in my apartment. Yeah. And instead I'm sitting on this uncomfortable toilet. And now my knees are cold. I can't feel my feet. Speaking of sitting on poor toilets, and again, we're very on brand with the name of this podcast. Um, did any uh, like family members or maybe older family members ever have like a cushioned toilet seat? I hate them. Yeah, they I've were had, so strange. Yeah, because they kind of like deflated when you sat on them. Sometimes yeah, too. and they were all, they they stayed warm for a long time. And I don't want to sit on a warm. I don't want to sit on a warm. I also don't want a toilet seat warmer, unless really I was certain. Unless I was certain it was like nobody else was using that. Like it was a manufactured well, warm, not a personal, like someone else put their cheeks up against this thing and warmed it for you. Yeah, I need to know for a fact that's not someone else's cheeks. But if it's like my own toilet that nobody else is using, then I would maybe do it. I will tell you, the so the, the house we stayed at this weekend, the bathroom that Cody and I uh, shared, we had a uh, shower, like the, the vent above where typically you would have a like the fan and the light. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there was also a heater in there. So it blew heat down on you when you were taking, either taking a dumper in the shower. And that was pretty sweet. Those are awesome. Yeah. Especially when you want to have like a long shower in the middle of winter and like steam up mm-hmm. the room a little bit. That is definitely nice. 
Not the conditions that I want to be in when I'm trying to do a two Z though. It's <laughs> kind of, that kind of runs contrary. Like I, I just don't really want to be that comfortable. I want to get done and get out of there. So I don't, wow. I, I understand why the industry exists. I know some people need to be there for a little bit longer. Not my thing, at least right now. Maybe I'll try a bidet and it'll change my whole life. Like it seems to do for most I know people. That. I do want to get one. I know they have like those hello tushies or whatever they're, they're called. And like they have podcasts, basically other podcasts will advertise bidets and they seem pretty easy to put into your toilets. Now they're not like a whole thing. It's just something you just kind of stick on the side and hook up to the water and you're good to go. I uh, haven't, haven't made the, the journey into that yet. I still use the wet wipes and the squatty potty and that does just fine for me. Yeah. Whoa. You're, you're like, you're wet wiping. Mm-hmm. Dude, you are living a fucking high class life. Got to keep the, got to keep it nice and clean. Got to, got to save the environment too, because I'm not, I'm using, using less TP. I'm just going with the wipe or two and maybe, maybe a little dab on the, on the, the oh, no. <laughs> we're good to go. Wow. Well, I mean, if you guys, if anybody out there, if any of our listeners are looking for a butt to eat, I have it on the record. <laughs> you be, I was going to say it. I didn't know if I should do it, but you are so right. <laughs> <laughs> just catch like you you gotta catch me though like it's it's like tuesday through through friday it's cleanest butt out there <laughs> when the week when the weekend comes though and uh you know the diet changes a little bit then you might want to you might want to hold off on the weekends yikes well <laughs> bet you didn't think we'd be talking about this on the show yeah but, clean um, buttholes sounds like brunch dates on fridays are going to be your best option with seth yep. Yep. if you're looking to explore that yeah, if there is a bidet out there that wants to sponsor the show, we would love to have uh, like a, a reading or something on our shows that was about a bidet or a squatty potty equivalent or whatever. I think that would be, we could come up with some hilarious fucking ads. So if you're out there, uh, if if Mr. Bidet uh, is out there, let us know how we can help you uh, advertise your product. Speaking of bidets, though, uh, Jared, you had yours on Friday. And yeah. well, how was it? How was your birthday? Nah, I'm just fucking with you. Time travel doesn't allow us to to talk about it. But oh, do you want to predict g- how your birthday was so that the folks oh, can yeah, know yeah, how, how yeah. it was? Um, so I I woke up and I was like, you know, maybe I should go like have a little workout. So I went on just like a little jog walk around because it was nice out. And then that's about it. I went out, had a couple drinks with some friends. But, you know, Saturday was the Iowa-Iowa State game. So tailgating everyone. It always overshadows my birthday. So, um yeah, I didn't do too much on Friday. Again, just a couple drinks. Shout out to Abby. Went and had a couple drinks with her. But then Saturday was kind of more of the uh, celebration. So I went up and tailgated, got crazy, went and danced on the Sips dance floor. Good times. Sounds like you had a good weekend. If you do have those platform shoes, I would not wear them to Sips because they'll get stuck and oh, yeah. you, malfunction. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that Iowa Iowa State game, though, was crazy. I can't believe the Cyclones won by that much. Um, yeah, 50. Really. So they're gonna Crazy. be a good team, and the Hawkeyes suck. Yeah, shouts out Abby taking JB out for drinks. What was your What was your favorite birthday present that you got, Jared? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I got. I treated myself, and I got a nice uh, steak quesadilla from Taco Bell. <laughs> hey, there you go. You're gonna need the bidet after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have never had a Crunchwrap Supreme, so what? maybe. That is what I treat myself to for my birthday. Got to make sure you drink a lot before. Okay, so you're saying I get that's like my hangover cure. I know you've I've heard you mention it, but I've I've just never ventured into your two, uh, methods. Two Crunchwrap Supremes for bed, no hangover. You feel great, no barf. It's awesome. Is that what they advertise on the menu? <laughs> they should. But <laughs> I know just from my own scientific testing process that two Crunchwrap Supremes, no matter how much you've had to drink. You just got to make sure you get them down. That's the problem. If you've had too much to drink and you can't get them down, then you're probably going to, you know, be, be in trouble. But uh, as long as you've, you know, you're, you're at least coherent or conscious, we'll go with that one. You can get those two babies down. You're going to feel great the next morning. I promise. All right. <laughs> you, heard, you heard it from uh, Surgeon General Seth here. Mm-hmm. That's the That's perfect method of getting rid of a, hung, hang, <laughs> a hungover. Yeah. A hungover. <laughs> yeah. When I'm getting rid of completely... <laughs> eliminating yeah it's yeah it's it's basically it's more effective against hangovers than the covid vaccine is against you heard it here you heard it here folks the sps guarantee squatty potty seth says 
that two Crunchwrap Supremes before bed is going to mm-hmm. cure your hangovers. I will say, I can actually vouch for this. I have seen this play out at least, and I think I'm being conservative, at least 50 times. I've seen this exact, <laughs> this exact thing play out. And this man really, I don't remember a time when Seth was complaining of a hangover. So he either just doesn't complain or those crunch wraps are really working. And I do not eat two crunch wraps because I can't get them down even when I'm sober. <laughs> I have been ill as a result of parties, uh, I think, a lot more times than Seth. So yeah. there's there's your statistical evidence, folks. Two crunch half Supremes, then you'll be having a nice dream. Supreme and dream. That's what we call mm-hmm. it. Unless you're going to unless you're gonna get lucky in between, then it's a Supreme Cream and Dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing, though, <laughs> is if you're going to have the two crunch half Supremes, you're probably not going to have any. Because uh, most people who probably go home, they probably aren't getting Taco Bell and then get, getting down with it. And if they do, then they probably leave the Taco Bell. Uh, they probably forget about it or, or leave it in the fridge or any number of things Cody used to do uh, with his Taco Bell when he brought a girl home, which was never eat it. Well. But, yeah, not not the Taco Bell. <laughs> any weedies, weedies. <laughs> if, you're, if you're eating the two Crunchwrap Supremes, typically it's followed by sleep very quickly after. That's just a fair warning. If you don't want a hangover, you uh, have two Crunchwrap Supremes, but your night's going to end shortly after you eat those two Crunchwrap Supremes. There's going to be no fooling around after. There's gonna, not going to be a whole lot of you know movie or TV watching. You're probably just going to go right to sleep, wake up the next morning, and feel better than everyone else. Wake up, go for a quick 10-mile hike, write a book. You know, mm-hmm. stuff that people Jeez. do on Sundays when they're not hungover. That's what mm-hmm. Seth does all the time. Yeah. Really? How many books you got? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're all they're all Berenstein Bears. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> I like the pictures. You can't find them anymore because they switched it to Berenstein Bears, and all all Seth's books were lost in the the uh, dimension the shift. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Jared, glad you had a nice birthday. Uh, yet another year in the books, and so uh, congrats on another trip around the sun. If you missed out on getting JB a birthday present, he's out there on the Venmo. Send him a beer at Jared Buckendall. Or uh, a squatty potty or a bidet. Either, either of those, sounds like. Send them enough for two Crunchwrap Supremes. Oh, yeah, there, there we go. go. That would be the grandest of all presents. I would I would <laughs> like more because I had some this last weekend. Yeah, you got to get out there and get those Crunchwraps, man. I mean, this podcast is going to be easy. I did not expect to get all that out of uh, Seth <laughs> The opening. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. But, but we, be- we better get into this show that we meant to have here uh, before we do... Uh, want to let folks know to head out to sociallyconstipatedpod.com. You're going to find all of our social media links, all of our episodes from all three podcasts. Uh, you can click into those and comment and join the conversation. Uh, follow all those social media profiles. Join the mailing list and click the button also to become an anchor wanker. Wanker. And send us a couple of bucks a month to keep the show going and growing. Big shouts out to all of our existing anchor wankers. We love you. And uh, appreciate the contribution. So don't forget the website. Hit that up. It's also where you can go to participate in our giveaways. Uh, we're, we're tracking down some Iron Chic laptop stickers for some folks that won on our recent live shows. A couple people have gotten movie tickets from us lately. So we love giving stuff away, but, you know, we got to have a comment or a like or, so, or share or something so that we can do it. So make it easy on us and, and get out there and participate. Be part of the conversation. For now, though, we definitely need to get to our next segment because this next guy is going to get pissed if we don't pay attention to him soon here. Let's check in with the Iron Cheek. I call you a punk. Iron Cheek, crazily enough, says, two Crunchwrap Supremes or die, motherfucker. Holy crap. <laughs> wow. I thought he'd say two Crunchwrap Supremes, Bubba. <laughs> two Crunchwrap Supremes and an ice cold beer, Bubba. Yeah. Well, something that I think Iron Sheik maybe uh, dabbles in when he is hungover prior to eating the Crunchwrap Supremes. Maybe he forgot to eat the Crunchwrap Supremes. He did say maybe his favorite fast food item is spicy McNuggets better than nothing. I agree with him. Have you guys had these spicy nuggets at McDonald's? I have not dabbled yet. Either of you two recommend? Question mark. No. I haven't had McDonald's in a very long time. So no clue. <laughs> The nuggets are fine. They taste okay, but whatever they put on them to make them spicy is bad for tummies. And I've heard several other people say that, and I've tried them. They're fine. If I gave them to you and said these are frozen nuggies that I got out of the freezer, you'd believe me, which is probably the case for all McNuggets, but the spicy one's just not. I'm, I'm not going to be recommending them. 
Um, but they are better than nothing, I guess. If I was in a desert island, I would eat a bunch of them. But are you getting like ranch dipping sauce with those or something? I don't remember what I dipped. I probably did like mm. a buffalo. Really tried to lean into the spiciness. Whoa, um, double up. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I roll. But yeah, I don't know. Spicy stuff with ranch is like it. It kind of. I get it. I understand it. It's tasty. But it's ironic to me that you get something spicy and then just kill all the spiciness with ranch. Well, here's what I did last night. So last night I, I was feeling like I wanted some chicken strips, chicken tenders. Ooh, so I uh, strip it up. I wanted something Tender. quick. Yum. I needed something quick before we got uh, before we started recording the other podcasts that we were doing, and so I ordered Applebee's and got a chicken tender platter. And for the dipping sauces, I ordered both honey barbecue and extra spicy buffalo sauce. Whoa! Did not know that was a thing. Yeah. And then I had ranch at home, so I would do a couple dips in the the extra spicy, you know, have have maybe a full tender with extra spicy, then dip a little bit in ranch to kind of like let the let it you know reset the flavor palette and cool it down. Then I'd go to the the honey barbecue, then kind of do the same thing. Like a ranch was more of a resetter. Oh, so you're not double ah. dipping, huh? Because I know that I think we've had a conversation where if you do that, it doesn't necessarily connect the way you want it to. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. do it with wings. So like if I'm doing like straight up wings that have already had the sauce in them, uh-huh, uh-huh. then I'll put dip them in ranch, of course. But that's because I like the flavor. I especially with like B-dubs, I like the ranch. But with this one, this is more of like a I'm kind of going in between all three, and so the ranch was like a palate cleanser before going into the other sauce. I didn't want to like overlap those two sauces. It actually makes a ton of sense. Like they yep. call that the Iowan sorbet mm-hmm. ranch dressing. I knew you would have good logic behind that. A tour of the mouth from <laughs> Seth. Well, Iron Sheik, he did also, around the same time he had this tweet about spicy McNuggets, he must have been like waking up and feeling like he's hungry because he did also say Sunday afternoon he just woke up from a beer nap. <laughs> he, he asked, what did he miss, Bubba? So, you know, beer naps, they might be some of the best naps you can take. I don't know if you guys have ever done that on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, I used to like every Sunday would have like drinks throughout if i wasn't doing anything like at home i would like watch some netflix and have some drinks inevitably fall asleep wake up and feel amazing i don't know if you guys have ever straight done up i have never heard it called a beer nap a beer nap yeah. never <laughs> this is a first for me it's a I've, perfect description it is i've also never taken i i can't do it uh, i get it but I, I'm not a napper in general, but mm-hmm. if I'm drinking during the day, I it's and I lay down, I'm done. Like I'm not getting up and doing anything oh, after, it's and it's probably gonna man. fuck my sleep up that night. I I can't do it. I, I've been able to pull it off like once or twice with college football games when when we were at Iowa State. If it's like 11 a.m. game, you get really shit faced. Maybe you're home by three o'clock, take a nap yeah. until maybe five or six, and then you get ready to go up and go out. But short of that, and that's a small target to hit. I've not been able to do it. Well, I will well, say. Now, the alternative, though, to beer naps, though, green naps, very rewarding. Uh, I will take green naps. Is that often. where you have a salad and then you're like, ooh, <laughs> that was so salad refreshing, and then you fall exactly. asleep? Exactly. Okay. And its carbon footprint is zero. Gotcha. Green gotcha. Those Good. are the two things, and the only two things that I mean by green. I will say, though, I think you're thinking of, of beer naps like you get hammered. and then... you're, you're Are you talking like just one, two, maybe three drinks, like, then like yeah, take a nice Yeah, if you're snooze? having... Back when I used to have beer naps, I presumably I, I don't think Sheik's going to fucking tailgate all day and then come back home and <laughs> you try don't know party his afterwards. Life. I, I think I think and typically what I used to do on Sundays is I would like around noon crack a beer, have a few like maybe two or three. Typically they're IPAs, so they might have been a little bit more. But I'd have a good buzz going. Be in the middle of watching a show like Ozark or something. Maybe doze off for twenty thirty minutes. Wake up and feel like holy fuck, I feel great. Go get another beer. Continue your <laughs> rewind your show and then continue and your, your watch. Yeah, it's not like a it's like it's not a nap where you're like, you know, you're you're completely out. But it's one where like you're you're sitting there buzzing. All of a sudden, you might you might have your head on your hand, and then all of a sudden, boom, you got drool down your arm because you passed out for a little bit. Now I understand. I, I'm not I'm not Cody's a napper. Seen this before. Oh, I've seen it a thousand times. <laughs> um, and I'm not a napper in that I'm going to go lay down in my bed and take a nap. Mm-hmm. Um, but like falling asleep on the couch is a different thing. That's I've probably nap. beer napped if that's if that's the definition. Yeah, I've probably that's a beer napped. You fall asleep for like twenty thirty minutes, maybe an hour at most. Wake up and you feel great. I guess we're gonna have to try this one, Jared. It sounds that's pretty stoked about it. And if the sheik is doing it, like I, mm-hmm. 
I'm She's telling a pretty good you, recommender. Th- this this episode, I'm learning so much. I'm learning that my life is just I'm not doing things right. So beer naps are on the menu. Crunch wraps are on the menu. Beer naps and crunch wraps. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> Iron Sheik preaching about the beer naps. What, where the what the heck's going on, Bubba? I call you a punk. Let's do a little game time. Seth, we got a brand new game coming down the pike this week. Uh, it's going to feel familiar to some folk, folks, but with a, a nice new twist. Why don't you lay it out for us? Yeah. Insert sounder now. Stop! It's the motherfucking remix! Good sounder. All right. <laughs> this game, uh, working title is Constipated Chorus. Kind of similar to the Thesaurus Theater. Constipated Chorus Thesaurus. Maybe we can add that in there. I don't know. Constipated Chorus. I'm taking the, a, a chorus of a song, and then I ran it through the old thesaurus, thesaurus-o-meter, thesaurus, mm-hmm. thesaurus, thermometer, elator. Yep. You could just use the titillator. Do we have Do we have that mode? Did we buy it? I did pay extra for some experimental modes. I haven't been able to go in and see what they all are because <laughs> I'm right. a little afraid. Cool. But we did we did check yes to receive beta features, so yeah. I think that's in there. Putting the song title through uh, or song chorus through a the 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 source of meter, it's spit out a new version of the chorus. These guys are going to try and figure out what song it is. Uh, there might be a little theme involved with some of these songs too when I do them. So Ooh. I'm not going to sing them because that'll give it away. I'm just reading out what has come out of the the source of meter. First line. There's three lines in this one for the chorus. First line is claim. Do you commemorate? Second line. Wobbling in December. Third line, not at all was a murky sunlight. Wobbling in December? (laughs) Claim, do you commemorate? Wobbling in December for the second line. Third line, not at all was a murky sunlight. I know the song, but I can't think of that third line. Not at all a murky sunlight? I'm going to take a stab at this. This is September, which great song uh, especially <laughs> be, it being september so i think it's say that you remember dancing in september so you're close yeah you just need the song do you know who it's by earth wind and fire <laughs> that's what i'm fucking talking so about. the actual <laughs> lyrics say do you remember dancing in december never was a cloudy day never was a cloudy day oh. wait december i thought it was september, september. no it's i looked it's i was december looking, okay that's what threw me up. off because when you said wobbling in December, I was like, oh, it's dancing in September. I'm like, wait a minute. September and December are not, like, interchangeable. But you're right. Do you what remember the, the – tw- wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Do you remember yeah. the 25th night of December? I – what? That is fake. <laughs> hold on a second. Is this <laughs> is this a fucking Mandela effect right now? <laughs> no, this is fake. There is no – oh, here we go. Now, December found the love that we shared in September. So no. September's in here. This has got it. This is fake. It's the 21st night of September. I've made a video on this. It's got to be, right? This is fake. I'm freaking out right now. Seth, are you fucking with us? I'm not. I just pulled it up straight out of whatever I found. September, Earth, Wind, and Fire lyrics. Okay, so we don't know that we can necessarily trust the lyrics of this video, but we'll at least hear it. So let's get a little clip of Earth, Wind, and Fire if I can find the spot. By the way, this song is an absolute slapper. Do you remember? Yeah. That one does say September. It's 21st that, that, night of September. Where are... Okay, what is happening? Click on a different be, website. Yeah, the Google lyrics are definitely wrong here. I mean, either way. Oh, yeah, yes. the song holds. Okay. But this, this was Oof. absolutely going to fucking oh. freak us out if this was... Da- okay, yeah, Jared, oh, I think we're safe. okay. Oof. Dancing in September. Okay, yeah, so it definitely is Dancing Body in September. Yeah, that's a, that's a top-notch song. I definitely was afraid we were about to have one of those scenes in a movie where they, like, realize the haunting is happening and they keep finding like more and more evidence of the haunting oh, and we no. were going to keep finding things saying December. And it was, I, you and I both were, I could tell you, Jared, very close to an emotional breakdown. If, if we did not get the answer, we I for on that not going to lie. <laughs> if you guys could see me, I was frantically scrolling through my pooping. Instagram because every year <laughs> I saw you pooping. Um, on, I'm actually recording on the toilet as well. Um, yeah, man. Every year I usually post a video of jokingly of the 21st, like on the 21st night of September. So I was about to panic and be like, I guess I've been doing it wrong. That's funny. Can you imagine doing a bit for several years <laughs> and then 
realizing it was bad and dumb. Gosh, <laughs> that would be awesome. Seth, are there is this is this a one song game or are there are there others that we go to now? Yep, just one song. All right. Well, I guess we win. Twenty first night of September, indeed. December. You're gonna fuck up some people's heads. I hope people out there were going with us on that journey of no, there's no way, right? There's no way. I guess we'll see. Let us know. Comment on this episode if you were fooled and thought it was December, or if you think it definitely is, and we're hearing it wrong. Could be a Yanny Laurel situation. Just look it up on Google. Well, Google's not always correct. I think that's the Google's other thing right. we just learned. Google is our <laughs> brain now. The socially constipated remix of September this by summer. Earth, Wind, and Fire. We were able to get it though. Uh, we nailed it for this week's constipated chorus. Seth, thanks for the new game, as always. Uh, You're welcome. Always a lot of fun for game time. We're going to roll on and <laughs> enlighten some people with some headlines from our lives in bathroom reading. Sitting on the toilet. Sitting on the toilet. If you're out there sitting on the toilet, you might have a squat potty in a bidet. We don't know, but hopefully you're comfortable. we got a few things to talk about. Seth, I'm wondering if those squatty potties and bidets might have something to do with the first topic you wanted to bring in. We had a long vacation, couple vacations actually, the last couple of weeks. Didn't exactly eat well during that time. <laughs> we did not. Definitely ate out every single night. Ooh, somewhere. yeah, do tell. Um, buttholes. Um, yum, yum. Nice. Restaurant called Buttholes. Nice. Just open in Cedar Rapids. Pretty nice. Surprisingly, really brown carpet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and it matches the drapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we i mean of course we started off in chicago by well on the way to chicago we had quick star and then hell yeah we we ate some delicious duck but then we had deep dish pizza come back on sunday we had more pizza um we had dominoes oh yeah we did my birthday we had we had some mexican food for lunch and then dinner we had didn't we have like texas roadhouse roadhouse and then, like, Tuesday, I think we, like, went to Ponchero's, maybe. I think the only night I didn't eat was when we went out to the bar. I think I had, like, leftovers from Texas Roadhouse the night before, or two nights before, going out to the bar. But then it was just a bunch of IPAs. Thursday, I had a Marcus burger. That was Ooh. delicious. Cody had a, a buffalo chicken wrap from Marcus and positive reviews there. Yeah, pretty good. Um, what, well, then Friday, we got down to our spot in nashville we were staying for our draft and had ribs and then we had like the next day a bunch of like frozen pizzas and i had two bags of sun chips the entire time i was there (laughs) Um, like full bags of sun chips had more bunch of seltzers and then like we had hot chicken that was another one oh dude what kind of did you like go somewhere or get it to go or what yeah we went somewhere a place called party foul oh man um very very Foul. Yep. Oh, I like Nashville that. I hot like chicken, that. fucking everywhere. Really good. Yep. Very, very good. I and of course because we were in Nashville and I had to you know go for the the hot chicken. I went with the Nashville hot, and uh, you know the next day was flying on a plane. So uh, luckily I avoided wow. the worst of it. You was are able to... tempting with life and death, sir. I was, <laughs> but I, I was able to get through it. And uh, the next, you know, before we left the next day, I I think the Nashville hot had officially passed through my. Uh, through my body and so uh i decided you know what i i wasn't going back to work until wednesday so monday and tuesday were both also going to be crappy eating days so we got back and had culvers and then i think sunday i think i or monday night i also had like did i have firehouse maybe i think i might have firehouse subs and had their mac and cheese and then yesterday i had some more not great food for me too so oh that's when i had the the chicken strips Mm, so basically mm -hmm. My birthday has extended to 10 days of eating just the most random crap, and I loved it, but I'm also now 30 years old, and my body does not want to do it anymore. So luckily, the Squatty Potty came in handy uh, over <laughs> the last the last week or week and a half, but I'm, I'm trying to get back into a, a, a good routine, but let me tell you, I went all over the map with all this food, had duck, had chicken, had pasta, had pizza, had all kinds of stuff ton of ice cream of course speaking of that 
Cody, you uh, one of the one of the many things you left behind um, <laughs> of, of uh, food items you purchased was a full pint of Hagen Dazs ice cream. Yum yum yum, motherfucker! Um, <laughs> so I enjoyed <sighs> that last night as well. <laughs> you bastard! That's my ice cream. <laughs> I've eaten almost all of your Oreos that you left. There's a whole bag of M and M's I might enjoy later. So yeah, a lot of good food. Man, I am very like envious of all of that because that sounds like a dream it doesn't feel like a dream all the hard work i've done <laughs> to lose weight has not gone uh, unnoticed with this food see that's the problem is the whole you know there's the counterbalance to it but that just sounds delicious in the moment oh, it is i can i can vouch for every one of those meals being delicious i can also vouch for like feeling that after a while mm-hmm. and it's such a hard thing to like come out of when you mm-hmm. basically given yourself the the green light as it <laughs> to be like, I don't give a fuck what I'm eating right now. Yep. And then to have to like, <laughs> I just got groceries today and I had to order like produce and quinoa. And I was like, ugh, fuck this. I'd rather get pizza. <laughs> um, it's a hard thing to come out of once you're in it, especially mm-hmm. after like 10 days. So I'm, I'm glad you're recognizing it and putting the foot in the ground and saying, we got to get back into it tomorrow. <laughs> that is, that's discipline. I don't quite have all the time. <laughs> It's funny because like the pandemic was like that, but it was, instead of a ten day bender, it was a ten month bender of mm-hmm. eating mm-hmm. everything I wanted, and it was making excuses well, like, "Oh, we're in a pandemic. I'll, I'm supporting local business. Let's get DoorDash, and then I get Chick Fil A, which is not a local business." So, uh, <laughs> so it just kind of that that kind of snowballed. I didn't think I did not think it was going to snowball, and I kind of gave myself that anyway. Like I knew there was a limit on it. I didn't think it was going to snowball into ten months, especially with like. A bunch of weddings coming up over the next year and and presumably hopefully things stay somewhat open so i'm not like that's the other excuse i had is like well no one's gonna see me for a year i'm just gonna eat a bunch of food <laughs> and so now i'm like all right gotta gotta put limits on it gotta work some of this out off but uh it was a lot of fun while it lasted i'm curious what was out of that 10 days what was the best thing I mean, probably the, that deep dish, just because I love deep dish so much. Mm-hmm. Not the best deep dish I've had in my life, but it was still very, very good. And fresh deep dish made for you in restaurant, there's not many things that beat that. <laughs> it was it was good deep dish. I wasn't feeling well that day, so I didn't get to eat a ton of it, but it was solid deep dish. It Nothing compares for me to Giordano's. I know it's a little played out in Chicago, but that's the one time in my life I've like eaten so much that it hurt. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know you guys were feeling it a little bit when we had that deep dish, but... Um, uh, I didn't get to enjoy quite as much of it, but yeah, definitely some good food. But I will say, we also in the middle of that whole week got uh, measured for suits for yeah. a wedding that we have upcoming. And Seth, you were looking pretty sharp in yours. So uh, <laughs> if you're worried about being able to fit into your suit, maybe do some crunches or whatever, but uh, you're going to look pretty sharp for a wedding we got coming up in a few weeks. <laughs> this is the other thing too. I'm like, I got to at least the next couple of days like eat well because I got to got to go and and pick up the suit and they're gonna have me put it on before i leave probably to make sure everything fits right and i'm like well it's been a week and i've eaten everything (laughs) under the sun so hopefully uh hopefully i still thin into this jared if you are just you know all bets are off i'm just eating whatever the fuck i feel like for any amount of time what 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 are some of the things you're going to if it's like nah, no consequences let's just eat my favorites i i mean i have a real soft spot for deals if you know me i'm going for a deal and over the last year i have really been a sucker for thursday boneless wings at b-dubs because it's buy one get one so i will get like 30 wings mind you i am not eating them all but like i just get a plethora of them usually my birthday month over the years i've signed up for so many bullshit uh like restaurants and stuff to get free stuff so like this next week and a half i just have free food essentially like i have a free jersey mics a red robin uh what's the philly cheesesteak place um pepper jacks yeah pepper Pepper jacks Jacks, yeah they give you a whole free sandwich so i basically won't have to get groceries next week well i should yeah dude panchies panchies another one free burrito Panchero. Ooh. okay i'm gonna have to try that one then the Jersey Mike's thing is one I didn't know. I don't have an account with him because I only order directly through Uber Eats because uh, I don't feel like driving 15 minutes to go get it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's good to know. I might just sign up for that just in yeah. the future. I believe it's a uh, free sandwich and drink. What? Shut up. That's Dead serious. Deal. I do know. You did remind me that I ha- do have a free Jimmy John, though. There you so go. That. There's it, You have to sign up for all the food apps. It, it's just too much free stuff. Like You don't even have to eat a single place more than you otherwise would. 
but to like have a membership at the places and like get the points and stuff that it, they give you and the free shit every year because most places are going to give you a meal on your birthday or whatever uh, you're doing it right jared this that's smart that's well, and also you know it. what people if you're on a budget do that every three months your birthday is every three months how about that the apps won't know right <laughs> <laughs> So there's a September Jared, and then there's a December Jared, <laughs> and uh, what a March and a June Jared as well. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty smart. So if you get an email from June Jared at gmail.com, you know you know who you're talking to. <laughs> We've been eating our way across the U.S., which is pretty common for us. The three of us are big vacation eaters. Pretty pretty big fans of checking out the food wherever we go. Seth, you were you were noting that you know as you start to age, it used to be that we oh, the only thing we wanted to do when we'd go visit is go fucking rage and get blacked out and eat two Crunchwrap Supremes and go to bed. <laughs> uh, now it's, things change as you start to get a little get a little gray in the old uh, in the beard mm-hmm. in the pubes. Oh no! Um, <laughs> you, have, um, you have pubes? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about my butt pubes. Oh, oh okay. no! Oh god! I never want to hear <laughs> butt pubes ever again. What the back bush? <laughs> oh no! Which one's worse? Oh, that's nasty. Ugh. Oh man, the poo toupee. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> oh my God, that is yeah, that is ugh. Yes, vacations as you get older. I officially have like, and I I enjoy this because I was definitely rooting for this as we were there. But we spent the most most of our time in Nashville at the house we rented. For one, that house was fucking awesome. Killer. And five star. <laughs> and. It had so many random rooms in it. The only issue is there was many hints going around the entire time that this place could have been haunted. Uh oh! Uh, light lights flicker in and rooms with entirely made of mirrors. What? Um, there was a room which I stayed in, and I was the first one to venture downstairs, I believe, into the basement where Cody and I's beds were. And I walk in, and there is a, a to the left or to the right is the bed where I sat my stuff down, and then I look to the left. And I see the Hollywood sign. Um, <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> no. Uh, so I look to my left, and then I see myself and poop running down my leg also because the entire wall is just a mirror. And so it looks like it goes on forever. It doesn't. It's just a mirror, and it's you. And when you're alone in a basement by yourself for the first time, it's not the sight you'd want to see. There's also mirrors on the ceiling. Oh, no. Bunk no. beds. That is straight up like that horror film Oculus or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It was also weird, though, because it was exclusively above the bunk beds, which people lived in this house also. Like, it wasn't just a vacation house. Like, I, I believe there was a family that lived there at least some of the time, which did not explain the random photos with uh, stock pictures behind them also. I don't know if they took pictures. And they pictures were hung up. crooked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> crooked, and then the lights flickered constantly uh, every time. And, like, sometimes it felt like the lights were going out entirely. There was also, like, cars that were driving by and kind of, like, stopping and, like, just in the road potentially like looking. looking at yeah. yeah dude you guys were like straight straight up like you were like one of three houses that the strangers were going to and somehow yeah. you guys made the made the cut well, and there's one point we were like getting i think maybe the night we were getting out of the car cody looked up at the the road and he was like this looks exactly like the road from us the oh, no. jordan peele movie yeah the perfect, perfect recreation of the driveway with the four people standing in it. And it was the whole weekend was shit like that, dude. It is. Yeah. He's not he's not exaggerating and he's leaving some shit out. Like, <laughs> we were for a while absolutely certain that a bunch of us were going to fucking get murdered. And so we were talking about all the different types of movies. One of the guys felt the need to say Candyman. Oh, the no. Number of times. So we're like, now we're definitely fucked. It was a scary situation. I tried my best not to be alone. And the mirror thing that happened to Seth also happened to me, but mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more of a, I react a little stronger to fear, so I yeah. made a whole scene of it. It was very scary. I don't know how people live in huge houses like that, man. It's mm-hmm. just, it was creepy. I don't know. It was also awesome, though, because the house is so big, and there's so many different things to do there. Like, we were talking, I don't know how you could live there, because there's, like, one day, you could pick an, something to do, like, for basically, like, at least half of a day. Like, you could go fucking hang out in the sunroom, and there's, like, a TV and, like, a, a table. You can, like, sit there and write. There's There was a guitar out there. Then there's also, like, the pool, which is awesome and has, like, a pool house also where you don't even have to, like, go inside to go to the bathroom or anything like that. There's a sauna in the pool room. There's a basketball court with a tennis, tennis court in there, and they had, like, a bike in there with a baseball uh, you could like hit off the tee there is my favorite thing was there was a hanging bed like a like a bed outside that kind of just swings slowly 
um, and I took a nap on there. Like so many things you could do in that house. So I'm glad we didn't for what we were paying for it. I'm glad we didn't leave a whole lot because it was very nice. That being said, though, that's been like our last three or four vacations is basically just hanging out at a place and not leaving <laughs> or mm-hmm. maybe yeah. going out once or twice. Like the only thing we went out to go do was eat that delicious food, which I was happy we did that. But I wonder if if this is a product of COVID and, or, and we just don't feel like venturing out yet a whole lot or if this is a product of us getting older and enjoying hanging out with people and drinking and bullshitting and, you know, enjoying company of people we know and not random people. I think it's that. I think COVID maybe accelerated it because it used to be that our bonding time was like we would go out and get shit faced and, and that's mm-hmm. fine and occasionally still is very fun as long as you have mm-hmm. your two crunch wrap supremes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But now and this is something the three of us stumbled upon like a year ago almost. And it's what I what I think is is the case here, Seth, with the vacations in general is people actually need a fucking break Mm -hmm. (laughs) like to go on a vacation just to like party and go out or or even if you're not partying but like do a bunch of tours and like go to museums and all a bunch of activities i'm a big time activity planning guy but this last year what i've started to realize is people need a break people need to rest (laughs) and if you get a bunch of people in a place where they can really just kind of breathe and like and that's been the last few vacations that the three of us have taken. And you certainly want to take advantage of where you're at. So you do a little bit like we got chicken. But I think people just lives are hard. And you, you have to take vacation to like just breathe for a second. And I was glad too that we got to do that. And we didn't feel a lot of pressure to go make use of the time or whatever. And some people are probably going to be like, you were in Nashville and you didn't even go out on Broadway? Like, no. <laughs> yep. And that's why I don't have COVID. Yeah. Um, and it's also why... <laughs> I was able to go back to work on Tuesday because I was, you know, I wasn't exhausted from having run around. I was refreshed from having. And we spent a bunch of time in the hot tub. <laughs> Ooh, damn! You guys had a hot tub. Oh, oh man, yes. I would have been. I would have been in that constantly. Yeah, we were in that quite a bit. Morning hot tub session. I like woke up randomly at like six a.m. one day. <laughs> Went out early morning. <laughs> uh, well, I can say it now because nobody. We're not still there. Were you butt uh, naked? Definitely. Definitely did not wear swim trunks, jumped into <laughs> the uh, hot tub, and just greeted the morning, listened to some birds, and uh, just kind of hung out. And that well, is such a nice... Dude, I wouldn't get anything done if I had a hot tub in That my sounds so peaceful. Yeah. It's exactly what it was. Yep. And then for the nighttime, when you wanted to go out there, still no pants, but the hot tub... <laughs> had these like lights in them mm-hmm. that you could like change different things so like you could do like a fucking strobe or it would kind of go along with the music or like there was like one that was like just bright red so it looked like blood the, yeah yeah kind of shark attack <laughs> and it had a sweet music system in it and there was one time where like there was no one else in there so i just went to the center and turned it all turned on all the jets and like sat down as far as i could and like the towards the bottom and it was like just this weird war- whirlpool around me and it was so like relaxing and peaceful you look like a disco ball. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Jared, you, you were on that initial trip when you guys came out here to see me last year when we were, I was like, oh, don't you guys want to like hike and go in the river and da, 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 da. And we all just kind of slowly were like, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> hang out, play some Mario party or whatever and chill. Like, so like you were a big part of, of, of that epiphany coming to us. And I, I get the sense from having traveled with you since then, you're way more of like a relaxed vacationer than like a let's go do hundred activities guy, right? I am more, yes and no. I think I, the, the reason vacations with you, I think work so well because you're the planner and I'm the person I've realized on vacations. You tell me the price and I'm there and I am just along for the ride. Um, <laughs> but the vacation that we had, you know, what was that? Maybe a year, two, two years now, a year and a half at your place where we literally just sat on a couch for a week. That's like the first time I've ever done that, I would say, but that was the maybe best vacation because again like you said you unplug you know we were literally just chilling eating food playing games you know we'd watch a movie here or there and it was just it was one of those things of just like okay you can actually unplug because you know it is nice to go on a vacation and you're doing all of these activities but when you Mm -hmm. get back you need a vacation from that vacation. That's why people always say that. So the whole uh, kind of just completely relax, you know, unplug, like you guys are saying, that's like ideal. And I think I have I have a vacation in October, and there is word on the street, a hot tub. So I'm definitely going to be what you're doing. Hopefully I can wake up early and do one of those morning ones because that sounds so relaxing. Highly recommend taking, <laughs> take the morning wood out and uh, give it a dip. <laughs> 
you're going to really enjoy yourself. Also, I, what I will say too is the the jets on hot tubs they've started making with smaller diameters. So don't get any ideas, but um, you can still have a lot of fun in the hot tub by yourself. This one had like different style jets in each corner. So like one of them was straight like fucking go through your back basically at full speed. One was like a little middle one like middle speed. One did like a shiatsu massage thingy. So it kind of like spun around because I noticed I look I was sitting across from it diagonal and I noticed it was like doing a weird motion. I'm like thought that thing looks broken. And then I went over and sat on sat by it and it was like doing the thing you know like the the circle type thing around your back and I'm like whoa this is like one of those massage chairs. You were in the other corner that I never got to sit in, but I don't know what that one was doing. You're probably glad now because my butt was definitely on that. So yeah, good times, good times had over the last couple of weekends, getting to hang with you guys and getting to a couple cities, getting to chill out and um, enjoy people's company, which is super fun. So we've got to do a little travel lately. I got some more coming up, so m- many more travels from the road coming up soon. But that's what's been going on in our lives, and we're gonna wrap up bathroom reading there. Sitting on the toilet now, flush. Which is going to bring us just about to the end of our show. But as you all know, before we let you out of here, got to give you one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. Something interesting happened to me at work that I hated and then I also thought was kind of cool. So we have a client where I work who essentially has made the decision to leave my institution and do take their business elsewhere. Now, in and of itself, that stinks. Obviously, it's not good for the company or whatever. But the reason that they gave us was because they had seen that my company had been very pro-LGBT and also had donated to Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. So they, they found out that the company has those kind of stances and said, fuck you guys, we're leaving. And I read that and was like, first of all, shit, there's business we have to replace. Second, I was like, actually you know what? Good. Fuck you guys. If like, if you don't, if you don't want to have your business at a place that like, you know, supports the existence of people with different sexualities and wants women to get, you know, the the medical care that they need, then fine. I don't want to be in business with you. And it made me think of two things. One, voting with your money is a thing that you can do. You know, like if you don't, we talk about it with movies. You cannot go to a movie if you think it sucks and you want to protest it. You cannot work at a company if you if it does things you don't like. You cannot take your business to a company if you don't like. A Chick-fil-A is a really common example of this in the last mm-hmm. few years. And I just want to remind folks, because at the end of, like, I, these people suck and I don't want to work with them, but that's well within their right to do, to take their business elsewhere. And I'd support it, because I don't want to work with people who I hate either. So... Two reminders. One, you don't you don't have to talk to anybody. There's always someone else to do whatever the thing is you need done. And two, you can vote with your money. And you don't have to just write Facebook posts. You can actually do stuff by just choosing to take your business to different places. Now, I think this the per- the view this person was expressing by leaving us was kind of fucked up, but <laughs> that's besides the point here. You know, you consider your philosophy when you when you're making capitalist decisions, I would say, at least to some extent if you if you want to really stand in your values so that, that was my one more thing i was thinking about that a lot today do it people vote with that wallet my one more thing is i think i've maybe mentioned it a couple times back in the day or whatever there's this website called letterbox um and it's kind of you know people film fans and whatnot they can throw out their written reviews and stuff but i'm kind of keeping it as almost a diary of what i watch and a couple weeks ago maybe a month now i talked about you know keeping track of everything you do every day i can't go that extensive but like keeping track of what movies i watch and stuff uh is kind of an interesting thing just to see kind of how much i watch and how much stuff I rewatch and again we're we're you know a decent amount into uh the month of September already and I think I'm like eight to ten movies deep already (laughs) so it's just interesting to kind of see and then also I'm sure when when I build this up and get more um of a log going I can tell my mood because it'll be like if something I watch that's very nostalgic it's like oh he was having a bad day or (laughs) um you know, so it, I don't know. It's just something interesting to kind of keep track of. And if you want to follow me, you can go and do that. I know a couple of my other friends that, again, they're not even in the movie sphere. They're from like high school and college. They actually have one and they're keeping track of stuff as well. So it's just kind of a interesting kind of cool thing to see what your friends are watching maybe. So yeah, letterbox people. 
I can vouch for this. I love Letterboxd. Hit up Jared if you want to follow him on there. At Jared Buckendall. We'll link, we'll link to that in the description box so you can go right to his profile. I love Letterboxd. I think it's great. I love diarying. Diarying. <laughs> diarying. Diarying. Yeah. I, well, two Crunchwrap Supremes. Uh, <laughs> When I did my last MCU rewatch before Endgame, I did I reviewed everything on Letterboxd along the way, and very fun. Very cool to be able to go back to. The reason I don't use it all the time is because I don't have an app for my phone. It's you got to use the website, and that really drives me fucking crazy. But I can definitely vouch for Letterboxd being awesome. Wait, yeah. do they not have one for... Do you have an Android? Yeah, I think it's not... There's not an Android oh, gotcha. app, there's an Apple one, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That, I was going to say, that's the only reason I do it now, because it's so easy. Or maybe they have an app now and didn't before, but Letterboxd is pretty sweet. Uh, especially yeah the social aspect of it is really cool so again we'll link to the description box you can go follow jared out there my one more thing is just someone uh please send me not only you know positive thoughts and vibes and if if you're if you're religious prayers but also you can send me some money because (laughs) football season's starting and i'm gonna be betting a lot so (laughs) it's it's it could be some rough weeks uh, over the next several months, I know last season I didn't really uh, come out positive until the very last game of the season. So, hoping for a better gambling year this year, hoping for a better fantasy year this year. But just know if there's some weeks where maybe I'm, you know, not not quite as chipper, not quite as positive. You know, it could be a rough week. So, uh, Venmo at, at Seth Owat if you want to send me a few bucks to cover, you know, <laughs> recoup some of my bets. Feel free. I'd I'd appreciate it. That is again. If I'm feeling, if you if you can tell my mood's down on on that week, that's probably it. So can I can I outsource? Have you bet with my money, and I'll give you a a, a percentage. Does that work? I mean, you could just bet. Nah, <laughs> I don't trust myself. <laughs> I will say, if you are like Jared and and you want essentially someone else to bet for you, if you're if you're listening to Gridiron Grunts, uh, you will hear weekly what Seth and I are betting on, and mm-hmm. so. Depending on how well we're doing, if you want to just take our bets and, and replicate them on your own platforms, you can certainly do that. But in general, we'll see how the year goes. I'm a little nervous for myself, too. i got to come up with my gambling rules before week one starts here. It's funny because so we did we recorded Gridiron Grunts last night, and before we started, I hadn't had any bets placed and hadn't looked through anything. And then before I closed my eyes for a bet, I had made three bets. So. <laughs> <laughs> they make it easy and out there on those apps, one. man. We'll see. We'll see. Wish Seth some luck on his uh, gambling journey this fall. Get out there on Letterboxd and see what Jared is watching and vote with your money. That's what we've got this week for One More Thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. All right, folks. We thank you for joining us and listening to a whole lot of talk about Squatty Potties and Taco Bell and how old we feel. Uh, <laughs> hopefully this is, I think this is a really good example of what, what we hope this show is. is just uh, us kind of getting to talk about what's going on in our lives and hopefully you guys can relate and find some of it funny. Uh, maybe you can go have a debate about bidets uh, around the water cooler, but hopefully we've given you something to chat about and think about this week with your friends, with your coworkers, whoever. Keep it locked. Sociallyconstipatedpod.com is the website. Dot com. Catch all the socials, comment on the episode, join the mailing list, become an anchor wanker, uh, all that good stuff. Thank you for those who are already doing so. Uh, hey, now's a good time, too. If you like this episode, uh, share it with some friends. Bring them, bring them into the party. Maybe make them uh, a new anchor wanker or uh, just another listener and someone who becomes a part of our little crew here. So um, appreciate you all for doing that and for listening in general. But we're going to let you out of here. Uh, we're going to wrap up this episode. So for Jared Buckendall and Seth Ott, I've been Cody Michael. We'll see you next time. Bye.